Right now you're listening to the Championship Absolute Football Banter Podcast where we discuss upcoming fixtures, weekly match results, the table, all the clubs and everything else. Welcome back to another podcast. Obviously, it has been a while since the last one, but we're now back, bigger and stronger than ever. Um, I am joined by our hosts, Carl and Danny May, both Borough fans. Welcome to the podcast, boys. All right, Hello. All right, please. Keeping well. So, um, obviously, looking at the weekend fixtures, um, and it's quite a tasty weekend of fixtures, if I'm honest. Um, We've got South Wales derby. We've got Yorkshire Derby in there and a big game at the bottom of the table. Um, all interesting fixtures. But first one we'll talk about is Brentford versus Forest. Obviously, a half 12 kickoff for this one. Brentford aside that are pushing for promotion now, they did last season and we're the same this season. Forest side that's, um, you know, trying to fight off relegation battle. I think they're safe, but yeah, they're still. Still trying to fight it off. What have any of you boys got anything to say for that? Well, for me, for me, you know, Brentford, Brentford a bit have been playing well this season. Um, Forest, not not so much. But you know, all I can all I can see is a Brentford win. Um, it's not great uh, that the fact that you know For, Forest are down there. Um, they're quite a big team. We've got to be said, I know you're a Derby fan, Tyler, but um, yeah, I, I can't see anything other than a Brentford win, to be honest. Yeah, I think it'll be a close game, but I, I'm still going to say like maybe a 2-1 Brentford. I think Forest will put up a, a fight against Brentford. They know that they've got to fight right until the end, but I think it'll be a close maybe 2-1 Brentford win. Carl, have you got anything to say? Yeah, I think Brentford will, will have a reaction one there. After throwing a two-goal lead against uh, Derby away, I think uh, they'll be looking for a response. And can't see Boris coming through that one without without a defeat. No. So, have any of you boys got to add to that game before we move on to the next one? No, that's all right. So, the next game we're going to speak about is um, is quite a big game down at the bottom of the table. Um, it is a normal three o'clock kickoff this one, and it's Coventry Wickham. Um, obviously, two sides that are down there fighting at the bottom. I think Wickham are a side that are probably down and out now. If I'm honest, you know they've still got to show a bit of fight, but I think they are a side that is going to be one of the three that are definitely going down. Obviously, in this league, anything can happen. Um, and I think Coventry are, are probably a side that will stay up. I think they can be quite a strong side and probably a side that they've deserve to be in this division 
And I think if I were to predict this, I'd probably say something like maybe a 2-0 Coventry win. Have any of you boys got anything to say about this one? Um, well, Coventry, well, when we played them, they played well. So, And I think, like you say, Wickham are down there. Even though, even though they have had one or two good results, haven't they? I think yeah. I still think I think Coventry will win it though overall. Well, the thing is, Coventry are six points above the relegation zone. Um, yeah, albeit, yeah, they, they got they got beat by Luton two um, 0 on Tuesday night. You know, Wickham got a three one defeat against I think Barnsley. Um, yeah. So yeah, um, you know, not really in form. Um, I can't say it being a classic, but it's everything you play for, you know, Coventry are fighting. Um, I've got to show some fight going into this game. Oh, definitely, yeah. yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt. And I think whoever wants it more will get the result from this one. I think Wickham have got nothing to lose, have they really? Now, they, they know they're pretty much down and they just just have to enjoy being in this league for another, what, how many games we've got left? Eight or something. Yeah, about eight or nine left, didn't they? So, yeah, so the next game we'll talk about then, Bristol City versus Rotherham. Obviously, Rotherham are a side that's fighting off relegation again. Um, they've they've had quite a few postponed fixtures throughout this season. Um, obviously, due to coronavirus, not something they can help, but um, it just leaves them with a lot of games to catch up with come, come the end of the season. And they're coming up, you know, Bristol City, a side that's just got a new manager and, you know, they've they've picked up a bit of form ever since. Um I think if I'll predict to predict the score for this one, I think it will be another close game, a bit like the Brentford Forest one. I think it might be like I don't know, like a one nil Bristol City. Obviously Rotherham have got to show a load of fight and passion going into this one. Or they're just gonna get outplayed by a, a strong Bristol City side. Um Dan, do you want to have your say on this one? Yeah, I mean um Bristol blow hot and cold, don't they? They're not a, um, a team that's consistent. Um, I don't think they've had the, be- the, the best season of the. Um, you know, the, the, they had a nil-nil draw with Blackburn um, on Wednesday. Um, yeah, uh, to be honest, I, I'm with you, Tyler. I think it's going to be a, a tough one-all draw or, or Bristol City will nick it 1-0. Carl, do you want to add anything to that one? Yeah, well, like you say, I think Bristol City, they have picked up a little bit, haven't they, since the new manager in there. They, they are inconsistent. I think they've been like that for years, haven't they? That's how they've always just missed out. They look, they look good at times and then they look poor, don't they? But they'll probably have a little run from now to the end of the season and come where, somewhere close, but... Yeah, but I think Bristol City are probably a side now that their season's maybe over now. You know, I don't think they'll go down, but they're not a side that's going to be fighting to go up. So I think they can be quite comfortable coming into these last couple of games. Yeah, I don't think there's a lot of pressure. Is they just impress the new manager, isn't it? Yeah, yeah exactly. The sat mid table, you know, doing well, thirteenth place. So you know, it's a, I can't see them getting playoffs, and I can't see them going down. So the next game then um, has always been a bit of a rivalry between the two sides, I think, over the seasons. Reading versus QPR. Um, I think it's a, a bit of a rivalry over who's the fake hoops. I think that's been the case over the season. Obviously, Reading are a side that's much improved this season, pushing up for 
for promotion in the playoffs. And, the, you know, they, I think they've been, uh, surprised a few teams this season. Kukara side that I still don't think is quite safe yet. Obviously, we know how quick this league can change. Um, they could go from looking quite safe to a few losses. And, um, yeah, it couldn't be back in the dumps. But Reading lost midweek to uh, relegation side Bir- Birmingham. Um, to one, I think it was. Um, so they need some sort of reaction going into tomorrow. And if they are to stay within that promotion race, um, they've got got to change something. I think I can honestly see this one being a draw tomorrow. I, I don't think there's going to be anything too exciting. Um, I think Reading are going to try and react from the weekend, but QPR also need something from this. So I think I'll say a one or draw for this one. Boys, what do you want to say? I think, I think yeah, one, one draw somewhere. I don't... Even though Redden have had a pretty good season compared to the last couple, I think I still don't think they're really that great. They're not bad on the ball going forward and that, but defensively, I don't think they're that that great. And I don't don't think much of QPR. So for me, I think Redden have got a few half decent attacking players. Um, yeah. You know they've got that Lucas Jow and um, that Ajaria. Um, both both decent players. Um, but yeah, QPR QPR beat Millwall. Uh, they went two 0 down in there and and come back and and beat them three two on uh, Wednesday. So, you know, for me, yeah, it's a tight game. I'm gonna call it a QPR win. If I'm honest, I think there might be a few goals in it. To be honest, because I think both teams are capable of scoring a few goals on the down. Yeah, I think with QPR having Charlie Austin back, I think that's a bit of a threat to them, if I'm honest. You know, we know what Charlie Austin is capable of and he knows this league really well, so it could be a threat for QPR going into tomorrow. I hope QPR Definitely. win, to be honest. Might it do us yeah. a favour if they win. Might do you a favour at top. Yeah. yeah. Give, give so, us a slim hope of getting them playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the next one we'll talk about then, um, I think it's Watford versus Birmingham tomorrow. I've quickly wrote it down, so I think that could be the fixture. What for Birmingham? It is, yes. It's um, yeah, it is, yeah. So, obviously, yeah. going into this game, then, Watford are a side that's up there pushing for promotion um, for that top two. They really need something. Birmingham are a side that, um, you know, fighting off relegation, but recently sacked Aitor Karanka um, with a new manager taking charge almost straight away. Um, and Birmingham got a reaction midweek. A 2-1 win over Reading. So, yeah, they, they've just got to keep fighting now and hopefully for them, you know, they can keep fighting it off. For me, I'd love to see them lose. You know, I need them to lose to keep us up. But, um, yeah, I think I do think Watford will win this one. I think they'll just be too much for Birmingham. I'll probably say a 2-0 Watford win. I think Birmingham might get a draw with this. I even maybe nick it after... Uh... The other night, a little bit of a reaction in that, and even though Watford are back, are back in form, aren't they? And they've got that second spot now, haven't they? So far, and while the others are dropping points, Brentford and Swansea, so maybe the duo do a bad result. I, I think I think Watford is too strong for them. I know they've just appointed Lee Boyer and the the. The wins in the sales, and they're, they're probably thinking, you know, we, we've just won you. Uh, who was it they beat the other day? What Reading. Birmingham? 
Yeah, Reading. Yeah, they beat Reading midweek. Yeah, yeah they beat Reading. Yeah, you know, so so they've already had a they've had a win now under the belt with the new manager. They will go into the game probably thinking that they, that can win the game. Otherwise, it'd be pointless turning up. But what I think Watford are too strong. You know, they they got a four one defeat, four uh, one win at uh, Rotherham. Um, on, on Tuesday, yeah, midweek. So, yeah, for me, I, I think it's going to be a three, three niller. Right. So the next game we'll talk about then, um, Yorkshire Derby. This one, Barnsley versus Sheffield Wednesday. Um, Barnsley side that are impressing quite a lot this year. You know, everyone would expect them to be that same yo-yo team that goes back down to League One. And uh, yeah, what a season they've had so far. They're up there fighting for the playoffs in. Could they do the, uh, you know, the the bits and and get them? Um, coming up against the Sheffield Wednesday side, who could go down this season, they're in the relegation fight. Even appointed a new manager in Darren Moore, and I don't think much has really changed for them. I don't think they've really got what it takes to stay up at the minute. You know, they've they've just not got that bit of something that says I want to stay in this league. Um, however. I think that Sheffield Wednesday will get something from this. Anything can happen on Derby Day. We all know that with with our clubs. When you come into Derby Day, you know you never know what to expect. You can go and lose ten games before, but then win this. So, um, I do think I'm going to say a one-all draw for for this one as well. I think that um, Sheffield Wednesday will get something out of Barnsley tomorrow. I totally disagree. I think Barnsley, <laughs> Barnsley are absolutely slap banging form. No one can fault them this season. Um, Sheffield have struggled. Um, I mean, I've got the table up here now. Sheffield are twenty third on twenty nine points, and they haven't, they haven't won ba- any. No, ba- Barnsley are fifth in the league on sixty four. So you know, you can't, you can't see past a Barnsley win. I just personally think Sheffield Wednesday have got as much to play for as Barnsley have. And with it coming into a derby day, I think that it's perfect time to, you know, pick up a bit of form, if I'm honest. I, I, I do agree. I, I do agree that, you know, it's derby day and anything can happen, but I just think the difference, the difference yeah. in the um, class. Ban- yeah, the class, the class is different this year. Barnsley is second in the form guide and uh, behind Norwich and... Uh... Chef where the bottom of it, I'm so it, yeah. I know Derby Day can be a leveller, but I don't know if it's that much of a leveller. Right, so should we move on to the next game then? If we're done with that yeah. one. Can do. Yeah. So, can so do. the next one then are two sides that I think is season over for them. I don't think they're going up. I don't think they're going down. Preston and Luton. Um, obviously a side Luton that probably thought would go down this season. Preston haven't really done a lot this season I don't think they've been great um, and I see this game being a nil-nil draw I just think it's two sides that aren't really fighting anything they haven't got anything special about them and I see this game just being a nil-nil going into tomorrow um, um, It's not going to be a great game is it? Let's be honest I wouldn't fancy paying a tenant or watch that one No, definitely not um, <laughs> But yeah I <sighs> Probably a one-all draw, you know. Yeah. I just think they'll cancel each other out. Not an exciting oh, game. No, no. I don't think not. it's going to be many goals, is there? If you if no, they get not. a one-all draw, that's probably 
felt as much excitement as the last. And then obviously you've got um, the Alan Brown, uh, the the Preston midfielder, will be will be out as well, won't he? Yeah, from his, from his red card. So that's that one covered as well. Then that's it. Yeah. So the next game yeah. we're going to talk about then Millwall Middlesbrough. Um, yes. Middlesbrough obviously a side that could push for the playoffs um, towards the end of the season. And Millwall are a side that probably mid-table will suit them this season. Um, for this one, I think it will be a close game. I don't, you know, be careful. For me personally, for me personally, going to the Den is never an easy place to go and get a result. But I think with Middlesbrough having more to fight for, more to play for than what Millwall have, I think I'll just back Borough for a 1-0 win. Like I say, the, the Den's always in our place to go and get some sort of result out of. I think over the years, probably a lot of teams will take a draw from there. Even when they're doing poor, you know, the Den is never easy to get something out of. So I think, yeah, I'll say a 1-0 Borough for tomorrow. They haven't been the same at the Den this season, have they? They're, um, I think it's 18th in the home home um, table. So I think that's due to not, not having fans in, isn't it? I mean, yeah, I think a lot of teams... Same atmosphere. A lot of teams are the same, and they're not quite as good at home this year. So our fancy is, I think we can go there and beat them. We need the points. So we never quite know what will turn up with us, do we? Some days we'll really look pretty yeah. good or brilliant, and then other days we can be terrible. But yeah. I fancy is having a little run now. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I do. I do. I think, you know, the Warnock effect has been superb this season. Um, I, I honestly don't think, I don't think we'll, we'll get playoffs this season, in my honest opinion. Um, and to be honest, I think going up this season is probably a bit too soon. Um, I think, you know, if, if we get a few good players in, you know, and, and pick up a few wins, finish the, the, league, uh, the league respectable, um, and push again for promotion automatics next season. But, you know, Millwall, yeah, it's always going to be a hard place to go. Um, but I still think we're going to, we'll, we'll get a 2-0 win. 2-0 or 2-1, something like that. Yeah. I, think we'll, I think we'll edge it anyway. Right, then we'll move on to the next one then. Um, Norwich, Norwich versus Blackburn. Um, I think it's fair to say that Norwich are going up this season, you know, they're just different gravy. Um, I know they've got quite lead at the top now, um, sitting in first place quite comfortable. Um, and I don't see them not winning the league this season, if I'm honest. They've just been been a class above pretty much everyone else. I don't think they've really had too much of a dip of a form. Or if they did, I think it was more closer to the start of the season, um, which is probably when you want to have a bad run rather than now when it matters. Um, coming up against Blackburn side, the... Uh, are probably gonna stay in the league now. They're not going down. They're not going up. Um, and I think they got a really bad injury. Um, I don't know if it was midweek with Bradley Dack. Um, yeah. So I think tomorrow's game. I think I'll say that Norwich are gonna win two 0 Obviously, they just need to keep going on their wonderful form, keep that gap um, big at the top, and just win every game they can. And I just think they'll be a bit too much for task for Blackburn tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. Um, you know, Norwich, 10 points clear. Um, 
cool. They're going to get some catching uh, for anyone to, to take that away from them. Um, Blackburn, like you say, they're always and always will be just a mid-table championship club at the minute, unless anything drastic changes with them. Um, so I can't see anything other than a, a Norwich win, to be honest. Yeah, Black, Blackburn have struggled with goals, haven't they, recently? I mean, considering the start of the season where they were bagging them for fun, when they? They've, um, I think they've only they were winning 5-0s at the start of the season. Yeah, the, they've only, I think they've only scored once in three games or something like that now. So, And with Dak out now and that, I think they're going to struggle, aren't they? They haven't got a lot to play for. They're pretty much safe and then they're way off the playoffs, so... It's just yeah. they just need to see the season out and see if they can improve and get people fit again for next year, don't they? Next game then. Um I'm not looking forward to this one personally. Stoke versus Derby. Um Stoke are a side that's probably improved this season. I think last season they were um going about the relegation zone. I think they're now sat currently in eighth, something like that. I know they're they're in that top half of the table. Um obviously going into this one, we go into it on the back of Brentford um two two draw. And we need some sort of reaction from that. We need to play like we did in the second half. Um, but going into it, we were without two of our strikers. Colin Kazin Richards picked up an injury midweek and he is a doubt for tomorrow. Um, and Lee Gregory obviously can't play due to Stoke being his parent club. So um, it's looking like for us, either Martin Waggon or we played Tom Lawrence as a false number nine. Um, I honestly don't think we're going to do enough to win the game tomorrow. I think we've been poor, fair. I don't know, a couple of weeks now. And I can't remember the last win, win we actually got. It was before we played Forest. Um, so it's been a while since we've got a win. I think my score prediction for tomorrow will be a one-all draw. I hope you're right. That's a good, <laughs> that'd be a good, res- good result for us. Recent weeks, I think, they've, they've dropped a few points, haven't they? But, uh, yeah, yeah I, I, I think their season's just about filtering out, isn't it, still? So, come on, Derby. Come on, Derby. Love, yeah, we, Love the Rams. We, we need a Derby. We need a Derby win. Just to, like you say, put that final nail in the coffin. Um, yeah. yeah. Just, but, you know, I said at the beginning of the season, I want the top 10. And that, so, that'll do yeah. If we make I mean, it what I'm going to say is the exact same as the Luton game. It's not a classic, yeah. is it? <laughs> you wouldn't pay 10 quid to watch it neither no. would I <laughs> what I do want to say about that game is would you pay 10 to watch it Tyler <laughs> no <laughs> no but um, Huddersfield Bournemouth tomorrow it was meant to be tomorrow but got postponed due to Bournemouth still being in the FA Cup so um, yeah, best of luck to Bournemouth. Go and present the championship well against, uh, I think they've got Southampton. So go and present the championship well and best of luck for that. Um, but the final game that we'll talk about then is the Welsh derby, um, Swansea versus Cardiff. Both up there pushing for the playoffs and automatic promotion. Obviously, Swansea pushing for the automatics, Cardiff going for the playoffs. Cardiff for a side that's picked up form massively under Mick McCarthy. You know, they was fighting off relegation um, and now they're up for the playoffs. What an unbelievable turnaround they've had under Mick McCarthy. Um, but an- another derby. Um, and I think I think for this one, I'm going to say a 1-0 Swansea win. I don't think it'll be a massive scoreline. I don't think 
either of them will dominate each other too much. But I think with Swansea pushing for them automatic places, I think they're going to want it just that bit more than what Cardiff will. Well, for me, um, I'm I'm going to say it's going to be a Cardiff win. And I, I'd hate to say it because that's what we don't want um, as a Borough fan. Cardiff are a point behind us. Um, but like you say, with these derby games, um, they've got the window. Swansea got a defeat in midweek, I think. 3 0 um, to Bournemouth. Yeah. Yeah. Bournemouth beat them. Um, or was it Birmingham? No, I think it was Bournemouth because Birmingham, Bournemouth beat Reading. Right. Yeah. You're right. Um, so, yeah, the uh, I, I think there's Cardiff will sneak that. They've got more to play for, you know. Swansea. Well, saying that, I mean, Swansea. Swansea sitting third in 69 points and then Watford are above them in 72. So, you know, you can say they will still want to go for the automatics. Um, yeah. But they're sitting quite comfortable in them playoffs as well, so. Yeah, I think Cardiff will want, want to, uh, they want to try and get in them playoffs because imagine that, that is a playoff final, Swansea-Cardiff. It'll be crazy, wouldn't it? Absolutely crazy. Yeah. It's quite yeah. quite big stakes actually that that game tomorrow. It's probably one of the probably. games of the day, really. Isn't it? Yeah, probably one Definitely. of the biggest games. Hence, why it's our five kickoff. I think it's on Sky as well, isn't it? Ah, right. So yeah. I think it'll be a game that a lot of people will be tuning into, even if you're not yeah. Cardiff or Swansea fan. It affects quite a few people within that top ten sort of of the table. But um, yeah, that's it for for the weekend fixtures. Then um, I think we'll quickly very quickly go through some news um, that's recently happened. Obviously, um, racism towards a player, did you say, Dan? Yannick Balassi, um, and there's a few other players being racially abused. I mean, I think I think it's disgusting, to be honest, but you know, as long as they're dealt with accordingly, um, yeah, that's definitely. all it all all can do to try and prevent it. Mm. I mean, we all, we all like banter, don't we? And we all like opinions, but but that's a that bit too far. Shouldn't it? shouldn't be coming into it that shouldn't. No, no, no definitely not. Um, but wh- whatever happens will happen. You know, clubs will deal with it the way they need to. Um, and anyone who's involved should, you know, just just grow up a bit. But you know, let's just let them deal with it. I suppose. But next thing I wanted to quickly talk about, where um, obviously the other day got confirmed that Derby's takeover has fell through. Um, Mel Morris gave the potential buyers a <laughs> deadline day to get it done by um, and it didn't happen so um, yeah now we look for new buyers I'm kind of glad it could be a blessing you know that it has gone through because the trouble that Newcastle had with them um, they've they've always seemed a bit dodgy since they've been trying to buy clubs um, in my opinion um, so it is, it's a guttering thing but it's also could be a blessing um, you know Grass ain't always greener on the other side. We could get these owners and they could just take us up, up shit street, really. So I'd like to ask you, Tyler, um, if it does all go tits up, would you rather have a little or an Aldi built on Fred Park? <laughs> I'll take an Aldi. I'll take an Aldi for the special buys. <laughs> no, uh, no, hopefully it gets sorted out. Yeah. Cheers for the question, though, you mug. (laughs) (laughs) Dan, anything you want to add apart from if I want a Greg's built there? 
you know, everyone loves the Greg's, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> Two pound everyone... breakfast deal on the morning. No, so <laughs> anything else, that boys, on that? Uh, no, I'm, no, I'm just happy, hopefully, know. hopefully it gets started out because, in all serious, we're all football fans and we don't like yeah. seeing clubs go bust, do we? <laughs> No. So one thing I will quickly add on top of that while we're on about Derby is obviously um, Derby and the AFL have been battling for a while now um, with the stadium sale and many things that probably football fans will already know about. Um, And it's come out that the AFL are going to appeal because we obviously won the first case. The AFL now going to appeal and take things further because they obviously believe that we need to be punished for it. Um, I think that it's going to be very hard to beat the EFL, if I'm honest. You know, they've probably got top lawyers and everything that is going to be a struggle to beat. But if Mel Morris has um, not done anything wrong, which, you know, I, I can't see what's going on behind closed doors. I don't know. I don't know all that sort of stuff. So as long as Mel Morris has done nothing wrong, um, we shouldn't lose. But with the EFL, you know, you never know because they don't really lose many cases. Well, I just... I've... I hope you don't get points, to be honest, because I think I think uh, football league table should be decided on the pitch, not on what yeah, people definitely. do in board, in board rooms and stuff. So. But like I say, if there is something gone wrong, then fine him or whatever, whatever, even if it's daft money, but don't take the yeah. from that. Yeah, just don't, I don't think it should be too harsh on him, to be honest. I agree with, with what it. Carl's saying, to be honest, yeah. Just get it sorted. The AFL should get yeah. sorted quickly and get it yeah, moved. move on from it. Whether that be whatever the outcome is, we need to move on from it. And you know, it's been going on for about a year or over now, and it's just taking the mic. Um. So the next thing was they wanted to speak about. I think you boys wanted to quickly mention about goal of the month or something. Duncan, what more? Yeah, don't act like you don't know. It was only. I don't, know. I don't even know who we're against the road, so go for it. It was just. A, it was just a Huddersfield. Huddersfield from Huddersfield got the ball on the right in. wing, jinked around a few people, you know. And, uh, beautiful goal. Um, so yeah, Duncan Watmore. We've all scored one of them in our time, haven't we? <laughs> yes, yeah, on the father side pitches. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, um, we wish. <laughs> I believe there was one more thing to speak about very quickly. I think that was the England World Cup qualifying team, or was there anything else? No. Also, um, Neil Warnock getting getting his uh, oh, yeah. getting charged so by Neil the FA. Warnock, Neil Warnock got punished midweek, didn't he? I think. I think personally, this is a bit crappy. You know, you want to see passion and stuff like that from the managers, and as soon as they show a bit of passion, um, this is what they get. You know. One thing you want to see from players and the and the manager is a bit of passion. As soon as they show that, they're in trouble with the with the EFL or Premier League or whatever. I think it was more to the point that he, in Warnock's interview, yeah. he sort of um, because well, yeah. the Swansea manager, his dad was some sort of referee gaffer years ago, um, and yeah, he sort of dropped that. He, he dropped that into the. Uh, post-match interview basically saying that it was sort of fixed um, and I think that didn't didn't board well with the FA um, I think if you're speaking the truth though and the referees have got they say, daft decisions wrong crucial decisions wrong anyway oh like yeah that. without a shadow then managers should be either, maybe they shouldn't do it in public but they should be allowed to say it 
to the referees, to whoever's in charge of the referees and stuff like that, shouldn't they, really? Um, well, like you say, we love to see managers showing a bit of passion, don't we? So probably had a fair few in his time. Yeah, it's oh, not been I... first and it's not been the last. <laughs> no, so he's definitely had a few. I think he's I think he paid for the EFL headquarters with his money. He's yeah, well, I, I think I think he isn't. I think there's maybe one or two games that he hasn't kicked off at the end. The rest he's kicked off at every single game at the end. Yeah, um, but mean, that's the passion. That's that's the old school managers that care about about the club, not just the payday. Yeah, definitely. Um, so one more thing, finally, then World Cup qualifying squad for England. Um, I think it's personally good, you know, basing it on current form. I think it's good that we've probably dropped some of the players like Trent Alexander-Arnold to show that they do have to put in performances to get into the team rather than just saying, look, you're probably the right, best right-back we've got, we'll throw you in. Um, it means that he's got to pick up his form before the Euros, you know. He's still got time to give himself a good summer if he picks form up. The same with Henderson and everyone else who's... who's um, underperformed and it gives others chances to prove themselves as well. What's your boys' thoughts? I like I like the fact that uh Ollie, Ollie Watkins, you know, he's he's been playing well. I like the fact that he's been called up. Jesse Lingard, you know, fell out of favour at Man United, gone to West Ham. Um proved himself big time. You know, yeah, yeah. He's he's, he's playing brilliant. I, I think I think it's good what Southgate's doing. He's not picking on names. Um, or you know, it's it's it, he's not got into a rut of picking the same people, you know, the same no. players. I think he's definitely going on performances. I, I think yeah. it's it's a good team. Um, and I like the fact that Pickford's not in there to be honest to uh, see what the other keepers can do as well. Yeah, definitely. With Henderson getting first team football at United now, um, Nick Pope's always been good for Burnley, and um, I think Sam Johnson has been massive for West Brom this year. I think um, if it weren't for him, they could probably win most, uh, lose most games 4 or 5 nil. He's, I think he's been the difference between 5 nil defeats and 1-0 one, one defeats, if I'm honest. I think he's picked the informed players, which is a good thing. And uh, so a few new faces. Have a look at some what maybe haven't had a chance, like the keepers, like you say. So, yeah, that will be good. I had a drop Trent as well. Yeah, definitely. Right then, guys. So, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching the podcast. Um, It's been good getting back to it. It's been good having a chat. And um, make sure you drop us a a follow or a subscribe, depending what you're watching on. Um, Join our groups on Facebook. You'll be able to find that all. We now have a website as well, so most information you'll be able to find on there. Um, Any groups or anything you want to find out. And, yeah, thanks to Carl and Dan. Well, thanks. All right, mate. All right. Catch you later. Take care then, boys. Take care, boys. Up the derby. Up the borough. Up the borough.